This is attack number 160 or so. So, Joe, I am one who is always, uh, let's try the diplomacy. Let's try the incremental steps here. I think we are at the point where what is necessary is a hammer blow against the proxies. I'll expand on that in one moment. If that doesn't have the intended effect, then yes, it's time to go after Iran. That's former NATO commander James Stravitis. Man, I took in a lot of cable news yesterday after this news broke, and I didn't see a military analyst who didn't say deterrence has not worked. We've known this for a long time. That seemed to be pretty upset with this result. And, uh, yeah, I think they were holding back how upset they were. Well, uh, Mike Lyons joins us. Mike, the excellent military analyst from CNN, among uh, other places. Mike, uh, it's always great to have you. It's it's a frustrating day, though. Oh, good morning, guys. This is particularly bad because we fail to protect our forces. That's really what this comes down to. This this drone was able to get to the air defense platform, whatever we had there, to protect them and basically attack soldiers while they slept. Now, if there's one thing that uh, we expect as a soldier in the United States is to, that our government will take care of us and, and protect us, and we have great equipment. But this is inexcusable, the fact that this got through, um, and the fact that the airspace was violated the way it was. And, and again, um, yeah, I, I, I have no words. This is a very predictable event. We've talked about this for months, and now the administration has come home to roost. And now we're going to see what happens, because... We've run out the clock. There's no way we all have this visceral re- reaction. We want to attack back. But what are we going to attack? There's the, all these militia groups that scattered to the winds. There's no real target out there. So this is just going to go on for a long time before we get any kind of revenge on this attack. Well, why don't we hit Iran hard and then hope they can rein in their groups? Isn't that the easiest way to do it? Well, that would be terrific. I'd like to see, for example, you know, take their Navy and put it at the bottom of the Persian Gulf and and there's lots of things we can do, but this is still an administration that's just not willing to escalate. Um, and it's, 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 it's it, we've got this almost like a 20 year now malaise of not wanting to win. Uh, we've just we've forgotten how to win. Uh, and and, it, and what it takes is just that it's, we've tried deterrence. We've tried all of these uh, things from the diplomatic, you know, diplomatic perspective. But to Admiral Strabius's point, it, it's now it's over. I mean, we're, we're at a we're in a low grade conflict with Iran. And they certainly want to win. They want us out of there. And the question just comes down to is what, you know, what we're going to do about it. By the way, your tough talk is echoed in the Wall Street Journal. Their editorial board today said, put Iranian ships that have been prowling the Red Sea on the ocean floor. That's from the Wall Street Journal. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, there's one in particular that's, yeah, that's supporting the, the Houthis and, and collecting intelligence. And, and we know it's all there. And, um, you know, but we, we just don't feel... Iran's got its own issues, right? They could be on the brink of somewhat of a collapse themselves internally. They've got their challenges, and we just, we just, or whatever reason, we just fail to, um, you know, to put them over the top, and we just, we, we're not willing to protect our forces at the same time. So I have, I have struggled to come up with a, uh, you know, a, a diplomatic excuse, reason, rationale for this lack of a serious response, and that was the only thing I can come up with but at some point i'm i'm reminded of maya angelou's uh, famous uh, phrase that you know when somebody tries to tell you what kind of person they are believe them well when an administration mm-hmm. tries to show you what sort of administration it is over and over and over again from the abandonment of afghanistan the disastrous exit to the lack of response here it's just it, it shocks me how feckless yeah. they are how they, they they will take no action 
Never mind the right or wrong action. It's just inaction. Right. It's a, it's a world they want to believe exists of more globalism. We're all going to get along. Um, you know, America has enemies. It's a, it's a challenge uh, every day to think it through. But, um, you know, this is not an administration. And, and the problem is this is now going to be it's going to go on for months and perhaps years if we don't start to fix it. We've got to start rearming. We have to start doing things to make sure that uh, other countries don't feel the same way. Look, this, this situation could easily spill over to the Pacific with regard to China. China's looking at us and saying, how are they reacting to this? Will they do anything if we go into Taiwan? I, I think that's pretty clear we won't. Yeah, to your point about the troops uh, sleeping in their barracks, my brother spent many a night sleeping in a whole bunch of different places around the Middle East when he was... Uh, Right. Active duty. And I would be horrified if this were going on, if you're so I mean, it's just it's just it's just hard to even believe it's real. Yeah, it's a one soft target out there. If you look at that part of the world on a map, it's one of the most austere places on the planet. And everything has been brought in, built up there. There's not you know, there's not a lot of hard stands. There's not a lot of ways to protect yourself. And, um, and, and again, you, you look at the fact that they let someone come through. We, we should create that entire no-fly zone now. Nothing now should be flying in that, air, in that part of the world. We're going to have to put the Air Force and Navy back to work. But that's, that's the kind of thing that we should bring our forces. Uh, speaking of Navy, Mike, I know several of our allies have taken a pretty active role in protecting shipping in that part of the world, um, from the Brits to the Indians. Uh, do you have any sense of how much naval brawn they could bring to backing us up and whether they might be willing to? Uh, it's not as much as we would like. We'd have to deploy another carrier group. I think um, from the people I've talked to in Norfolk, we we know that the uh, the Eisenhower just got, uh, it was a General Four that just got back. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if they turn around and go back here within the next nine to 12 months. They, they recognize that the only way to project power there is to bring destroyers and cruisers into the region. Uh, those other navies don't have that same level of projection um, of, of uh, naval assets. So while, while I think it's good we're gaining allies, it's the kind of thing we did during Desert Storm, um, they just don't bring enough military to the table, unfortunately. So I came across this nugget, and I was trying to look up whether it was true or not. I heard that we had not had any forces killed by an enemy airstrike since the korean war right because we have controlled the airspace whenever we have troops you know in harm's way right exactly we've always controlled the airspace and that's the what's most concerning about this which is what this administration is you know wants to slide under the the rug here is the fact you know that, that, that we've lost control of the air domain and we allowed we allowed an enemy to come in, and again, it's a, it's a nation state. You know, a bunch of Houthi rebels or Shia militia groups are not assembling drones uh, within their within their purview. It's coming from a state. It's coming from some kind of sponsor there. Uh, so that's where this, I think, is, is really the most egregious of, of the entire operation. CNN military analyst Mike Lyons on the line with us. Hey, Mike, speaking of the drones, as you know better than I do, the the history of. Uh, military conflict is a history of technology. Uh, uh-huh. it, I think the, this introduction, and, and it's been huge in Ukraine, of these cheap, easily acquired and armed drones is, is going to have huge effects on warfare going forward and or just the stationing of troops. No, no question. And we still haven't seen them deployed in even more creative ways. We haven't seen them, for example, in swarm formations. Um, I, 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 this was a suicide drone that, you know, leaves its station, comes never to return. One target has, 
uh, its payload on it. Um, you know, and, and our, our drones are, are equipped with rockets are more like planes that, that fly and return back to base. But we've not seen these if they just deployed a thousand of these at once. I mean, if they, they would completely overwhelm air defense systems. And so we still haven't yet seen, we're at the beginning of, of what the drone technology is going to bring to the battlefield. And I, and I think that as, as the, our enemy gets more creative and than we are, unfortunately, they're going to start doing those kinds of things and creating more kinds of damage. Military analyst Mike Lyons. Mike, uh, thanks. We appreciate the wisdom very much and, and look forward to chatting again soon. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Armstrong and Getty. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Hey there, all you lovely listeners. Let's dive into this latest release that is going to suck the life out of you in the best way possible. So listen up, because the Womanizer Next 3D Pleasure Air Stimulator, available from Pink Cherry, takes pleasure to a whole new dimension, literally. Imagine taking the speed and intensity of the original groundbreaking pleasure air technology combined with new Climax Control, so you can control even the depth of the airwaves. The 3D Pleasure Air technology offers a deeper, richer sensation that might just transport you to another universe of pleasure. The Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry, is the only toy that allows you to take complete control of your orgasm journey with fully customizable speeds, intensities, and depths. Made from soft-touch silicone, a fully waterproof body, and smart silence technology, you can enjoy pleasure anywhere, anytime. So what are you waiting for? Ditch the doll and enjoy unparalleled pleasure from the Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry. Visit PinkCherry.com and save an extra 20% off with code NEXT.